1: What is up, everybody? It's Wake Up, War champ presented by Corner Pocket Bar and Grill. Coming up on today's show, Friday over unders. Get your picks in, War champ subscribers. We muse on the Florida State run game and the emotional warfare that could be at play in Charlotte on Saturday night. Wake Up, War champ presented by Corner Pocket Bar and Grill, Tallahassee, Florida. Cptallybar.com, the website, 2475 Appalachia Parkway. Put that in your GPS app. Takes you right to the best spot in town in Tallahassee for your lunch, 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. Monday through Friday. On Friday, chicken strip basket, hand-breaded chicken strips. Serve with a dipping sauce of your choice. They'll either toss it around that sauce or they'll put it on the side for you if you want. Whatever you want, your way over at Corner Pocket. Be sure to come on out for the game Saturday if you're not going to be in Charlotte. Be around some other Knolls. maybe epic finish. We'll get some security footage, camera stuff, and uh, make some kind of cool video. And um, are you guys gonna do anything after, if they make the playoff, Corey? Like the day after, uh, similar to what happened last year after the Florida game. Then you guys have some big like keg stands, roosters. Oh,
0: we won't be able to do that because we will we'll all be coming back mm. from Charlotte. That's uh, true. That's yeah, I don't know. We should we should do something. Maybe that's Saturday, if we're all in town, we could get together and do a keg stand.
1: Okay, sweet, sweet. sweet. Ultimate Civil Sports Sportshorse, WarChant.com, Silly Season Promo, 50% off an annual membership for first-time customers. Or $1 for a month. Only thing, though, is when you do the dollar a month, once the month is over, you got to pay for a whole year, full freight, full price, MSRP. Or you can just go ahead and get it over with and just do 50% for a whole year now while your team is soaring. You've got the portal opening December 4th. You've got early signing day. You're going to have bowl prep, playoff prep possibly, Stay connected with us the entire time. Corey Clark's here. Um, can't wait to see you later today. We'll be at Resident Social. Resident Culture. Resident yes. Culture. Yes, there you go. You Charlotte, it. North Carolina. Hanging out 6 o'clock with our great friends from the Charlotte Seminole Club. Do come out and say hi. Also, if you're a member of WarChant.com, you can win a $25 gift card to Garnet and Gold. You already get 10% off Everything at Garnet and Gold every single day when you're a member of WarChant.com. But we have the over-under contest every single week. you got to put it um, over on the Tribal Council. There's a link to a Google form that you fill out. And Corey's been kind enough to give us six propositions for like the last three weeks. We'll turn to him again to give us our weekly over-under selections. Again, winner gets a $25 gift card to Garnet and Gold. Corey... Start us off with some over-unders, friend. That gives us an insight into how you maybe see this uh, Louisville-Florida State game playing out on Saturday.
0: Over-under Louisville punt average. Oh, geez. Okay. 47 and a half.
1: <laughs> have you looked up their punter at all?
0: Uh, he averages 44. Okay. So add 10% to that at least because he's going to have a monster game. All right. Uh, plus, Keon does a good job of helping these punters out hmm. uh, by letting, you know, at least half of them bounce and roll past them. Oh, um, be
1: nice. Yeah, I know. Doesn't. I'm sorry. He he doesn't. Does.
0: And Papooch just made a good point about that. You know, the the one he fielded where he had the long return, that was the almost the exact same kick that he, let, that he let bounce in the first half that ended up rolling down to the six, and then they got a safety. But also, later on in the game, there was one that landed over his head and rolled into the end zone. So he made the right decision two out of three times, which is a good hit rate. Um, but, yeah, I mean, these – Remember back in the day, Aslan, when punts used to bounce? You didn't know which way they were going to bounce. Sometimes <laughs> right. they bounce back towards the punter. Yeah, yeah, That happens like 5% of the time now.
1: This is Australian people, man. They These know Australian how to put people.
0: some sort of top spin on it where when it hits, it's rolling towards the other goal, the other goal line. It's, it's remarkable. Thank God they've entered college football. Uh, They have changed the game, Uh, and of course, that kid from Florida that was hitting the seventy yarders uh, the other night is Australian. Mm. So yeah, over under what I say forty seven and a half. You did. All right. How about Tate Rodemaker, passing yards, two forty. Okay. All right.
1: I like that. I like that. Last last week was four hundred thirty one offensive yards total.
0: Yeah, that went under. Yeah, I did. That went under. Um. Florida State. All right, how about Florida State interceptions? Meaning Ooh. how many times they intercept Louisville. Yeah. Over under one and a half.
1: Oh, all right. We have ball Hawkins secondary. Let's go.
0: Well, this kid this kid puts the ball in jeopardy occasionally too. Yeah. Um combined sacks for verse and Peyton. One and a half. What? What
1: everyone's going to take the over on that? Should I make it two and a half? Yeah. Yeah. All right. We'll make that.
0: It. Yeah. If we're combining those two, let's make it two and a half. Well, they've only done that twice all year, I think. Everyone's where they've t- combined for more than uh, uh, two, two and a half sacks. I'll no, we'll go,
1: go with your gut. We'll keep it one. And no, half. no. I
0: like I like two and a half because the one and a half was for the interception. So we're up to four now. Correct. All right. Um, announced attendance <laughs> at this game over under. Forty
1: seven thousand. Ew, that's embarrassing. But by the way, you know, last week's tiebreaker, we had three people get it perfect. We had to go to tiebreaker and two guys had the same tiebreaker, which was like uh, Tate Rodemaker passing yards. And both of them said 225 yards. Oh really? So I had to bother Gene who had to bother Garden and Gold to get more uh gift cards. So I'll have to figure out a better tiebreaker on my, my stance. But all right, forty seven thousand the announced attendance at Bank of America Stadium.
0: I'm trying to see what the attendance was last year. Can you look that up? Oh that's a that was
1: Clemson, North Carolina, right?
0: Oh yeah, that was probably a sellout. You're right. Yeah. But yeah, because I don't want to I mean I just don't think it's gonna be a, a kind of a crappy night, weather-wise, it seems. Um, Attendance last year was 64,115.
1: That is correct. 87% capacity.
0: It was the home state team Mm. with a Heisman-ish quarterback and then Clemson. So, and Clemson was coming off a loss, so the North Carolina fans probably thought they had a real chance to win, Um, and that was 64. Let me change it to 52. Ooh, all right. I'm going, I'm bumping it up to 52. Although I just... All right, that's probably too high, but I'm going to
1: 47. Go I'm, I'm, putting for, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm vetoing you. I'm overruling okay, yeah. you. Do 47. We're I think that's, 47.
0: that's a good one. And then...
1: Come on, hmm. something that's going to illuminate who wins and loses this game.
0: How about Louisville, Louisville... What, can we just do the Louisville over-under for points? Sure. What is it?
1: I don't know. I don't
0: know. Let me look at it. I'll look for it. I'll look at it. I would say their over under is like 23 and a half. Um, but yeah, let me find that real quick. Team, let me see what
1: team total. up Oh, they got so many things over at my bookie, like highest scoring quarter for each Louisville team. Louisville
0: total points is 22 and a half. Okay. So let's do that. Louisville total points 22 and a half over or under.
1: Okay, there we go. Those are your over unders. Got to be a member of warchant.com to play. Uh, enter. Costs nothing for that, so do it, everybody. Let's get back to the rest of this mailbag, Corey. Uh, There was a lot of questions I didn't know how to answer, so I tried to spread them out (laughs) over both shows, which maybe I shouldn't have done that. I should have done all of them in one, so it would look weird. Did a good job, though, Sam you. Sight and Sound is the name of this subscriber. longtime listener, first-time asker. It's portal season. We'll need a healthy battle's end to ensure we get our fair share of players. NIL collectives keep their finances hidden. Any good estimate on how much we have to spend Compared to our peers, what is considered a large NIL collective? How much are we talking? Thanks and go, Knowles.
0: Um. I mean, honestly, I don't have a clue. Because I don't, I mean, I have an idea of what the battle's in might have, but I have no idea what Florida has or Miami has. And I don't know if they want me out there saying that necessarily. Mm. Um, So I don't want to do that. But it's – which is – it's also so goofy. Yeah. It's so goofy. Like, you know, I, I saw on Twitter on uh, – earlier in the week that uh, one of the, well, some coach was saying that the going rate for a really good portal quarterback is like a million dollars or $1.2 million. And he was lamenting it. Like, this is where we are in the world. It's like, yeah, well, what, what is Bobby Petrino getting for going back to Arkansas? <laughs> and who's more important? Yeah. Like, is Bobby Petrino, who's not going to be there long, probably. He's probably going to be the interim head coach by next November. <laughs> um, or is K.J. That Jefferson, their quarterback, yeah. Or is getting, uh, you know, the kid from Kansas State or Grayson McCall or somebody like that, is that more important? Um, who You know, because in the NFL, I can promise you the quarterbacks make a little bit more money than the offensive coordinators. Mm. You know, Aaron Rodgers is making a little bit more than whoever's stealing money for the Jets. Um, so I, I don't, they, it's got to be a healthy collective. Um, you're going to have to, you, it's not just money to go get guys in the portal. It's to keep a recruiting class together and it's to keep a roster retained. So yeah, that's, that's the, it's just, it's so. I a large,
1: it. is a large NL collective eight figures?
0: Yes. I would think so. Right. I would think at least high sevens. Yeah. Um, which is just so st- – again, the battle's end is a huge part of this season. The last two seasons, they've done a great job. Everybody – Incredible if you have job. money. You, if you have money to give and you and you believe in their mission, by all means do it. It's awesome what they've done. It's just crazy that's where this sport is. That, like, the Green Bay Packers fans don't have to pay for their players. They just – cut the, the organization pays them. But in college football, in college basketball to a lesser extent, if you want to watch a good team, we'll pony up baby. It's on you fan. It's not on the the, the other millionaires that are running the show. It's on you to pony up.
1: Also goofy, in my opinion, uh, are, are people like rolling their eyes at Washington's win over Washington State like ah, they're terrible. they're like five win team or something. Meanwhile, every fan base out there is like, Cam Ward's going to be back in the portal, Washington State's quarterback. They're like, he's worth at least $2 million. Make it happen. And it's like, well, Washington just beat that guy. Yeah. Um, A lot of teams beat that guy. That's true. That is true. All right, where else are we? Next question. Let's go. Let's talk about the read option. Let's go to old dad's and By the way, he'll be watching the game from a Royal Caribbean ship. Good for you, old dad. Okay. Good for you, buddy. All right. Um, Never been on a Royal Caribbean. Only been on a carnival. I'm not elite.
0: I was a Royal Caribbean last year. My first ever cruise with first and only so far was Stephanie was a Royal Caribbean. It was during uh, the first round of uh, March madness. Yeah.
1: So good that you do it again, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I liked it. It was a good time. All right.
1: That wasn't a paid ad either.
0: It was not. So Royal Caribbean hit me up.
1: Uh, old dads and old wake up. Why do you think Florida state runs the read option yet? Take would Tate wouldn't pull the ball out Saturday. Thus, a making thus making that play effectively useless. I guess I get why Jordan didn't much didn't do it much this year, but that play could be lethal because Tate has some wheels. Stetson Bennett was very effective at it, not because he was Jordan Travis 2.0, but basically actually read when to pull it. This is very frustrating. It is. It seemingly is not programmed in either of these quarterbacks lately. Um yeah. Are they making the right decision and is it can't possibly the right decision cannot possibly be to hand the ball off every time.
0: No. And it feels I, like
1: it's been that. I mean, I can't imagine maybe against Wake did he pull it? I know I know Jordan pulled it one week. Um
0: Yeah, he it, pulled it against Duke a couple of times too. Yeah. And had some first down runs. Uh pulled it against LSU. Uh, inside the five, where Benson was getting killed, and he just yanked the ball and like walked into the end zone. Uh, for maybe I think that might have been the go-ahead touchdown after the Feely fourth down conversion. Um, look, I'm I don't I just don't think they're true reads. I just don't because if they were, if if your quarterback in that instance is always supposed to be reading, and so there's always a chance that he's supposed to keep the ball then th- there's just no way then they have quarterbacks that just don't see it but so I don't I think they make it look like a read but in reality it's probably a real read where like he thinks he looks at the defense and thinks okay in this set if I pull it there is a chance that if the the right let's say the the run to Benson is to the left if I keep it there is a chance there's going to be some room there for me to run on the right I'm gonna I just don't think that's even part of the equation every play. It can't be. Because if it is, explain it to me, Aslan. <laughs> explain <laughs> it to me. You can't. And, and what, what gives me a little credence with that theory is that when Atkins was talking about Brock Glenn's touchdown against Northern Alabama, that, that looked like a read play. It looked like he did what he was supposed to do, pulled it, and ran it because it was open. But Atkins said after the game on that following Monday, he's like, he's not actually supposed to pull the ball on that play meaning it wasn't really a read. Our man just did it on his own, which, again, brought Glenn for Heisman. But he just did it on his own. So I think most of those calls aren't real, like, zone reads where the quarterback – because, they I mean, I just don't think they want their quarterback to run the ball 12 or 15 times a game, um, especially the kid that was starting because you set him up for an injury, uh, which ended up happening, sadly. Uh, But, yeah, I I don't know the answer to that. I don't think they're true zone reads. And they would never tell us because they wouldn't want us to write a story saying, oh, you know, really only about 4% of the time does the quarterback even have the option to keep it because that changes the way a defense defends you. But, yes, I've been saying it for a year now, essentially. Jordan Travis ran for 150 yards this year. He's like fourth all-time in rushing touchdowns in Florida State history for anyone, and he ran for 150 yards. It just was not part of their – Game plan for whatever reason, and I get why it's frustrating because so many times you see, okay, well, maybe the quarterback wouldn't have run for seventy yards there, but he might have run for seven, as opposed to Benson just losing three. And I, it, it they just, it just hasn't happened. Maybe it'll happen this week. Maybe this will be the finally the week that the quarterback run actually becomes a part of the offense.
1: Too soon to point out the last time Jordan did run it. He got a first down.
0: Um, come on, man it is it is too soon it is too soon but yes he did pull it and it was it was open it was open for 15 yards
1: c691027 how many touchdowns is Tate Rodemaker capable of from being the starter for 2 weeks 3 seems plausible running and passing three question marks
0: what was the first part of that again
1: how many touchdowns is Tate capable of from 2 weeks as the starter verbatim
0: yeah, I don't I, – I, is he asking how many he's going
1: to – Well, I guess just now that he's in his second week as a starter, like he's got this – he's got another game – he's got a game under his belt. Now he's yeah. going to the second start. How many is he Cable With three, but you already set the over-under. The but passing was – there's only passing touchdowns. Or no, it wasn't well, no, I time just time did – I pass did yards. yards.
0: Um, I mean, yeah, I, I probably – I don't know. But eight, if he throws – if
1: he's got three touchdowns, like what's the win probability for Florida State? Like 98%?
0: If he's thrown for three?
1: No, just three total.
0: No, I mean, I – no, I think it's about 70%, just like what it is now, because I assume they're going to score in the 20s, and whether he throws Well, they did last
1: week, and he didn't score any touchdowns.
0: No, I know, but that doesn't – you know, then next week it might be, uh, you know, Johnny Wilson – that throw to Johnny Wilson at the one is at the pylon. You know, he was close to scoring some – my point being, I think the total doesn't change much if he has a great game, because I assume – if they score touchdowns this week, he will be involved. Like he's going to hit some passes, um, you know. So I, I, I would think. I mean, yeah, he could he could throw for three and run for one, um, as long as the zero is next to the turnover column. Uh, you've got a real good shot to win this game.
1: Vienergy.com. Speaking of shots, shake it and take it. Promo code WarchampBogo, Bogo. WarChamp B O, G O. Buy one, get one free. It's Crazy how that works. It's all because the programming back there, the engineering of the website says if you put that promo code in, you'll have it work out to give you something free. But the guy at the top of this is a Florida State guy and he's like, make it happen. I want my Florida State listeners out there to be able to buy one of these and get one free. So that's how it happens, everybody. It's incredible technology. It's a beautiful thing. So is 260 milligrams of all-natural caffeine in one convenient size little bottle that tastes delicious and has no sugar. So there's no sugar crash, none of those jitters. Vitamin energy is energy with benefits. There's nutrients, antioxidants, things that enhance your mood, things that enhance your focus, your workout energy. Pick out what you want to enhance. It's all there, multi-packs. Variety packs. VimeEnergy.com, the world's first and only clinically proven energy shot. Shake it and take it. Go to VimEnergy.com. Use the promo code WordCampBogo WordCamp
0: Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Woolsey
1: 321. Good morning, gents. Wake up. I am also known as longtime subscriber Woolsey underscore 69 from Indian Harbor Beach, Florida, Mm. home of the late Tim Wakefield. Oh, all right. I never knew of a Wolsey under 69, so. um, But you're a longtime subscriber, so we appreciate it. Thank you. We
0: do, indeed.
1: Against the Florida Gators, Florida State only saw two running backs carry the ball with 19 of the 24 going to Benson. Trey Benson. Mm. This was a deviation from what we have seen over the last four years. I am curious as to why Florida State did that, given that Trey's early struggles and seem like Kaziah could have given us a nice change-up. Do you expect Florida State will see that again this week against Louisville? See you guys Friday night in Charlotte. Go Knowles. I've been trying to substitute Florida State for we in these questions, so that's probably why I'm fumbling all these questions. I mean, I should just read them verbatim. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, be nice. Sorry. Um, yeah, Corey, what's up with that? It's a deviation. What's up with uh, Trey and all these carries?
0: I think uh, it's a good question. It's a fair question because he did get – that might have been his season high in carries. Um, I think when you – the way the game went – and obviously Benson did not start out well. That was the worst run of his career to start the game. Um, and I thought after the second time where he still – I thought he could have gotten two yards and instead lost three uh, on his second run. I'm like, hey, maybe don't play Trey anymore. Um, and that's – again, shows how smart I am. Um I just think when you go a whole quarter and you have the ball for three plays, and by, I don't know, man, when you got the ball with eight minutes left in the second quarter, you've run six plays from scrimmage, it changes the calculus on everything. Where you might have wanted Rodney Hill to be in the game, you might have wanted Keziah Holmes to be in the game and get them a carry or two or three. When you're down on the road and you haven't had the ball yet, you want your best players out there, and Trey is your best running back, and you hadn't had the ball much. And so you need him. You just need him. And it was just one of those games where I'm sure they wanted to play other guys all across the field, more wide receivers too. But they never felt like they had any any breathing room because they were behind for a lot of the game and they barely had the ball for a lot of the game. So in that instance, you're not – and they had like one or two sustained drives. You know, you'll see like Benson, maybe he plays six plays in a row and then comes out and Toa Fili comes in, or Toa Fili has five plays in a row, and then Rodney Hill or Keziah comes in. Well, they didn't have a lot of those instances. So, uh, you know, their, I think their first drive of the second half was like a six-play drive. So there weren't, there weren't long sustained drives where you would do a lot of subbing. And so that's a lot of answers. That's a lot of ways to answer the question for me to just say it was a weird kind of funky game. And no, they don't want to just give the ball to two guys. I think they love their running back room and the depth they have. But in that instance, you didn't want to be down 12-0 to zero after a safety, get the ball back on your own 10, and then give your fourth-string running back a try. Hmm. You want to go with the, your guys in that instance. And, you know, Benson helped get, get them down the field for the touchdown.
1: Yeah, I man, and he seemingly just breaks the dam. Like he just – those runs, like when yeah. he's able to finally get just a little bit outside, the outside shoulder, of that guard – Outside the tackle on those, you know, the counters, like he's, he's like Chris Carter, man. All he does is score touchdowns.
0: You know, yeah, like man. It's, I think he's got 13 this year 13 or 14. Yeah, I think 14. I should look that up. That's yeah. crazy. Um, and, and you're it, like, you're looking at, you're like, man, Benson hasn't had a great year. And I think he's got 14 touchdowns.
1: It's, yeah, he's got 14 touchdowns, uh, 6.1 yards per carry. When I think he had probably, I think it was like 6.4 last year per carry, if I'm not mistaken. Um, yeah, it's been incredible. Just kind of see him again, like bust off these like home run runs as opposed to these chain moving seven yard chunks. But yeah, last year six point four yards per carry, nine touchdowns. This year 6.1, 14
0: touchdowns. So, so he's already he's tied with Cam Akers for the seventh most rushing touchdowns in a season mm. uh, with the fourteen. The record is Greg Allen in nineteen eighty two with twenty. Mm. Dalvin Cook had 19 and two straight years. Um, So, hey, man, another big game this weekend and then get to your national championship game. Old TB, he might be making a run at Greg Allen.
1: Also, I mean, it's not a rushing touchdown, but he had an 80-yard touchdown catch this year, too. So 15 touchdowns as a whole. Uh, Moving along. Shout out. I just want to celebrate this guy real quick. Okay. Mignatz. He's posted before. He's been a member since August 1st, 2022, which I think is pretty much like the first day of the public launch of Mm. WarChain on the On3 network. He's only posted 16 times in over a year, so picks his spots.
0: Yeah.
1: Never mind. Saw someone ask a similar question.
0: Love it. Love it. Great. I loved it. That was one of his his posts.
1: Celebrate him. So overwhelmed. Overwhelmed. Mark Naples. Wake up. Concerned about the emotional warfare in Charlotte. Louisville essentially has nothing to lose. They've had a dream first season under their new head coach. If they don't beat number four, Florida State, they still go to a nice bowl game and they still reach all their goals in year one. Florida State, other hand, however, has an ACC title on the line. And oh, yeah, college football playoff berth on the line. Mike will preach his normal message doesn't matter who we play. All we got is all we need, which I love. I just hope we don't play tight because of what is on the line. Yeah, finish for 13. I love that too, but I hope they play loose and one of their best and most aggressive games of the year. They'll need to be on top form, or rather in top form, if we get to Georgia or Michigan in round one. Go Noles, crush Louisville, make them want to quit by the third quarter.
0: Yeah, there's something to that that you hope they play because there was, you know, as we talked about earlier in the week, there's a different type of pressure uh, when, when a team like Florida can end your Magical season, so surviving that can free you up a little bit, but then now it's a different kind of pressure, right? It's like you know, there's a championship on the line, sure, but there's a playoff spot. You know, you this team, this team's been battling since they've been they did the, the off season drills started early January, so they've been go they've been doing this for eleven months, um, and the end is right there. the their their number one goal. Well, I, I don't know how they rank them: state championship, ACC championship, national championship. But their biggest goal is to get to the playoff and play for a national championship, and they're 60 minutes away for it. So there can be a little pressure diced in there. But I do think, Aslan, and I know I might be 100% wrong, that you do have – you like, they would have a better chance to win with Jordan Travis, clearly. Mm. Clearly. But there would I feel like there would also be more pressure on that team, a Jordan Travis-led team. Like, I feel like them going into this game without their quarterback, is is a reason because the expectations clearly have been lowered. Some people are arguing they shouldn't get in even if they win. So it does kind of free them up, I think, to be like, we're going to show y'all that we're not a one-man team, and here goes nothing. None of y'all believe in us anyway. We're going to show you that we can beat you with, with Tate Rodemaker as our quarterback and not Jordan Travis. And also, I don't know, maybe it's just me because I wasn't a competitive athlete at a high level. I would be like, yeah, man, if we lose – we already got a built-in excuse. <laughs> Jay J- J- Trav isn't with us. Our Heisman contender is out for the year. None of these other teams are dealing with that. So there's no – there's no the pr- the pressure – I don't know. I, I just I, think it's a different feeling of pressure. And maybe it can be a, a – it can buoy them a little bit and, and make them play a little more carefree.
1: I think everything you said in the first part of that soliloquy is what – Carried them last week against Florida. And I don't know if you can go to the well again on it. I think they're physically exhausted. I think there's a considerable amount of mental exhaustion too. Yeah. Um, and I think if you had Jordan but that's Travis. Ev- I think that's everything. It team, is. Though, right? It yeah. is. It is. But to Mark's point, like Louisville is like, all right, man, like if we win this game, no one's going to remember the Kentucky loss. We're going to yeah. New Year's Six Bowl. This is awesome. But if we lose, eh, oh, well, whatever. Yeah. Like Florida State loses, like, man, like, Everything we came back for, all this is gone. I I can't imagine that's not in the back of their head. And when you know you don't have 13, like that was, man, like I'm going to give 159% because I know he's here. Like he's yeah. going to make it work. I'm going to do my job. But at the same time, you're like, he's not here. I have to do 159% of my job so that we can pull this out. So a little bit of that works there, but. Yeah, every team is exhausted, battered, and bruised. But, man, you look at practice on Tuesday and Wednesday, you thought you might be covering North Texas or Notre Dame with the amount of green that's out there. But, you know, Louisville's top receiver, he's got a busted hand that's been giving him problems, so yeah. everybody's dealing with it. But there's – I just think that there's there's a lot of emotional equity that Mike Norvell has built with this program, this team, this this particular team this year, that, man, they, they, they used it against – Florida and Gainesville, and it worked out. I just I wonder how much of that is is still in there. There's no quit in this team. I'm not saying there's right. quit in this team, but I man, that just there's they've been going up against a lot for a long time. And they've been playing football games consecutively here since October 14th. They had that off, but since, um, yeah, no September 30th Aslan. They've been playing yeah. games since October 7th. Yeah, they're tired and weary.
0: Yeah, uh, and that's why I think I hope it, if and when they do win this game. I know the rest of the nation is going to say, whatever, you beat Louisville, big deal. I hope Florida State fans, and I think most of you will, absolutely understand what a great win this would be. They're 10-2. and I mean, and that, two.
1: I mean they, just, they just lost in Kentucky, but, like, they're 10-2. and two. They're a good and football they are, team.
0: They're a good football team that beat Notre Dame to a pulp. Like, this is a good football team with good lines of scrimmage. They are competent. They are competently coached. They're much better than the team you beat uh, Saturday night in the swamp. Now that was a, a a crazy environment, and that gets its own kudos for that win. But with a backup quarterback playing your ninth week in a row, with the emotions that come with losing your star player, and to rally up and win and win at Florida, and then win an ACC championship game—that's essentially a pick 'em against a team that's pretty talented and well coached and competent. Um, with a backup quarterback, man, that is that is a great win, and it would be a great win for this program. It would just be such a culture win for this program. That said, if they lose, it's still been a magical, awesome year, right? Still yeah. been it just has twelve and zero, baby, twelve and zero.
1: Beat both your rivals, beat all three of your rivals,
0: and again, I, I maybe it's just the way I look at it. I think a lot of people are probably with me, but they wouldn't admit it right now. But if you go 12-0 and 0 and then lose the ACC championship game with your backup quarterback, I think everybody watching that game will like, yeah, well, if we had Jordan Travis, we're the ACC champs. You, you know, you, you I, and I don't know how that affa- affects the way a team plays, but I think that would affect the way a fan views this season. Because, yes, it would be a disappointment to not win an ACC championship. When you got this far, you're right here. You're 60 minutes away. But there is a real legitimate reason if you don't win it. Your best player is in a crutches. It just had surgery a couple of days ago. Like, that's why you didn't win. If you don't win, I think we would all say the reason you didn't win is because you didn't have Jordan Travis. Which, again, so my point being, you'll you'll be upset. We'd all be upset, and it would suck, and it would be be a bummer way to end a great season. But I think we would all still look back on the season and saying it was great. It was a success. It was a rousing success. It was a lot of fun to cover and watch and for you guys to cheer for. Mm. Win or lose on Saturday. It just would be so sweet if they won. God, that would be awesome.
1: Great segue to Grumpy BK. Wake up. Welcome to championship week. I remember Aslan in the preseason feeling strongly that it was playoffs or bust. Well, here we are with one final game to determine the out- outcome. It is still playoffs or bust, with the bust having more on the line, the ACC title, than we probably thought. A lot of war chant storm chasers. Oh, that's the second part of his question. Oh, that wasn't even a question. It was just kind of a statement. Mm, okay. Yeah, it is still playoffs or bust, but I guess to, your, to Corey's point, like you don't have Jordan Travis. So,
0: um, Yeah, like if you lost this game with Jordan Travis, if you somehow lost to Louisville when you had everything to play for and Jordan Travis was your quarterback, that would be a disappointing end. And yeah. you would be rightly kind of angry about it. No. But, I mean, you know, but also go if out you there and give it your best.
1: If you would have told me in August that, like, yeah, you're going to be 12-0, and but you don't have Jordan in the, in the ACC championship game, like, if you lose, will you be okay with it? I'd probably be like, absolutely not.
0: <laughs> okay, Did not well. come
1: this far to only <laughs> come this right. far. Right. I got so, it. it's uh, it's a crazy situation.
0: Hey, well, hey, you know what? We're not going to have to worry about it, right? Yeah, we won't have They're to They're going to get that dub. Uh, MyBookie.ag
1: promo code is Warchant. That's a 110% instant cash deposit bonus. If you use that promo code, you can bet anything, anytime, anywhere, including all of these conference championship games, which Corey and I rattled off yesterday. I uh, don't feel good about any of them, really. Uh, but you can bet live. You can bet in their live casino. You can also bet on futures. Heisman's coming up soon. It's all there for your betting pleasure, but do bet responsibly. We are big advocates of using sports books responsibly. So set your limits, stick to them, yep. uh, and have fun out there. And uh, use a promo code to give you some more uh, leverage if you do choose. And well,
0: always remember, it's not a gambling problem if you don't lose.
1: Argue against it, everybody. Yep. Argue against it. Good luck with it. MyBookie.ag promo code is Warchant. All right, back at of Corey, Ra, winding things down here. Uh, our guy Grumpy BK did ask a lot of the Warchant Storm Chasers, predicting a cold, wet game in Charlotte Saturday night. Who do those conditions favor?
0: I mean, I would, I would think probably Louisville because uh, they can run it better than you. And uh, you don't run it at all against anyone. You don't run it well against anyone typically, and they stop the run pretty darn well. So, but I mean, you can throw in the rain. People have completed passes in the rain. I've seen it. I watched that Eagles Bills game the other night. It was like a, it was like a rainstorm the whole game, and they're going up and down the field. So you can still complete passes in the rain. But I still think probably on a dry field, a dry night, um, Florida State probably a little more team speed, better receivers it would probably favor Florida State.
1: Man, looking at my weather app as we talk about this, it's got rain in the forecast from like 6 a.m. until 9.30 p.m. on Saturday. Yep. And a high of 63 and a low of 55. That's, I mean, that's, that's raw, but like, it's not cold, cold, you know? like It's not my hands are numb, I can't feel anything. It's just... Very unpleasant, but they've got heaters and all that stuff to keep them going. But yeah, I think
0: probably See, mine has the chance of precipitation at noon at 45%. Mm. And then the chances of precipitation at, yeah, probably eight at 0%. Really? And We yeah. both have iPhones. No. Who'd, who'd have thunk? No, you're right. You're right. But it's it's not like 100%. Like on mine, it looks like 45% chance of precipitation is the high mark. Like it, it doesn't. It doesn't look like it's a hundred percent to me. At noon, I'm talking right, about. There's right. like a forty-five percent chance of rain. It stays that way until like seven, where it's about forty, and then it starts going down to thirty, and then zero by like probably halftime. But this is a phone, and we're <laughs> we're days away. Yeah. So I mean, the weather changes within the hour, so it's hard to really predict. But hopefully, it'll be. I mean. <laughs> I just of course, <laughs> it's just there was just no crazy way. they have this game here in this stadium. Well, everybody else is
1: playing in a dome. Yeah, except SEC the ACC. championship game, yep. dome, Big Twelve, dome, yep. Pac twelve, dome, Big Ten, dome, yep. ACC, north of the Mason Dixon line, open stadium, or I don't know where's the Mason yeah, Dixon line. Yeah, it's,
0: it's, I think it's south of that, buddy. But yeah, it's close. You're right up. At, you're getting closer to it. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's always cold. And it seems like it rains half the time they play this game in Charlotte.
1: I will say this, like, that Florida game, I don't think there was any rain in the forecast. And when it started raining during pregame warm-ups, I'm like, this is it. This is how it ends Yeah. on a damp,
0: yeah.
1: cold kind of night in Gainesville in front of all these losers. Right. This is how it ends. Yep. But then it stopped raining.
0: Yeah. And Florida Tate Rodemaker said no. Yeah. I mean, Trey Benson's like, no, it doesn't end here. Not
1: on my watch. Uh, Drill Sergeant Porter, wake up! 12-0, and back back-to-back state champs. Tate Rodemaker started rocky and it was a weird start to the game for us especially considering their quarterback had a fumble uh, that went their way and we dropped two interceptions from him concerning all that last year Louisville Tate came in and when we were losing against North Alabama we were down 13 to zero and this year we were down 12 to zero at Florida but Mm. Tate did not completely melt down and we found a way to win go Knowles
0: how about my man Tate he's played really three games in his life that have mattered (laughs) And he's led three comeback wins. He's 3-0. and oh, He's like the uh, – remember that stat they used to always have for, like, Matt Ryan, these guys that have played – led 68 fourth-quarter comeback drives or whatever. Yeah. Like, Tate's had – in his career, he's, pl- he's had – well, the Louisville game wasn't a start last year, but the two –
1: Two of them weren't his doing. Like, Louisville wasn't what his I'm fault. Saying. North yeah. Alabama wasn't his fault. Yeah.
0: But it's like he's had two games where he's come from behind in the fourth quarter. Out of three that he's played, the other one was North Alabama. So the two important games he's played against Division I foes, he's 2-0 and oh in fourth quarter comebacks, man. Just give that kid a chance in the final quarter, gang. Just keep it close. Old Tate will get you to the promised land.
1: Or do we go, do we go Tampa Rays? Do we go opener-closer? Do we let Brock start the game? Oh, no! and then like, all right, Tate,
0: it's time. That's right. Tate, you're in a hole. Uh, We had a we had him. We wanted to take a knee to get to the half, and he (laughs) threw a bomb to no one. Uh, Yeah. So who knows? No, I think I think Tate will probably get the start.
1: Who was that? Was it the Jets who threw a Hail Mary before the end of half?
0: Yeah. And the Dolphins returned at ninety (laughs) nine yards for a touchdown. Course, it, that happened. That was awesome. Uh, it's crazy. I've never seen that before. I haven't either. You know, the closest I saw, honestly, it, it reminded me of it in the 91 game at the Swamp. Uh, the, the Florida, for some reason, even though they're at their own 20, through a Hail Mary, it got to like Florida State's 20. Buckley, because he just the ball was his anytime it was in the air, went and intercepted it, and I think ran it down to like the Florida 10. Like, he got really close to scoring on a Hail Mary. Because it was, you know, once he caught it and was running away, it was just five linemen and him. You know what I'm saying? Like, there weren't – it's not like the Florida kept their good athletes back near the line of scrimmage. They were all behind him. And I think he got run out of bounds or finally got tackled at, like, the 10 or 15. Uh Old T-Buck.
1: All right, last one. I think we jumped around out of... Well, we weren't in sequential order here, so sometimes they fall through the cracks, but I think I did a decent enough job. So, Geo Null, last one. I think it's not have a question, just a sentiment. Wake up. What a year to be a Null. We have come so far in such a short amount of time, and it still seems like we are looking for something more. Real quick note on that, by the way. Apparently, somebody bumped a video on YouTube, I think, when Norvell got hired and quoted. I think somebody on the video was... I think you, Ira, Gene, and myself—and I'm 110 percent sure it wasn't me—but one somebody I guess on the panel said, "If Florida State can get to the playoff in like 2023, like you know, sign me up. Check that box." Mm. Um, and they're they're right 60 there. Sixty minutes. Sixty yeah. minutes, Tate. Sixty minutes. All right. It all seems like we're looking for something more. I think we will be prepared to go in and play like champions play and win Saturday. If we can do that, I agree with Aslon about us going up to number three and playing Michigan. To me, that would be the best scenario. Thank you for all, or thank you all for what you do. It has been a long journey, but we have made it to another ACC championship game. Go Knowles.
0: Amen. Amen. Yeah. It's been nine years uh, that they've been in this conversation, so that's that's really neat. And uh, hopefully they play well. And, yeah, I, I do think that Michigan – Michigan or Washington – I think you would take either one of those matchups because Washington has a bad defense. Uh, Michigan is the Big Ten, um, so you like your you, you like your chances to, you know. I'm not. I feel like I'm demeaning this team, but keep it close. And if you're close in the second half a couple of plays here and there you win the game.
1: This team wins games that are yeah, tight in the yeah, fourth Yeah, if they're close,
0: yeah, they're close, they typically well, for 18 straight games they've found a way to win. So that's what but how Washington's won 19 in a row, which is crazy too. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, I would think if 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 you you've got a chance against Washington, you've got a a chance against Michigan, um Oregon and Georgia would be tougher tougher tests for sure in my opinion.
1: Based on what, man? Who's Oregon beat? I'm just
0: kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Thanks. Good. Thank
1: you. Well, really, who have they beat? But, yeah, they've, Nobody, they've looked... Nobody. You're right. You're right. But I mean, if they beat looked every, They've looked every bit as dominating in their wins as Michigan did earlier in the year, but right. it's, like, it's it's more recency. So, and in Aslan's world, that, that matters. Like, how you're playing right now matters and I, and I
0: also think they're they're playing better teams than Michigan did. Like, they're not oh playing great gosh, teams. Oh, my gosh. Absolutely, Yeah. Michigan was playing just yes. awful teams. Yeah. No,
1: the, the top half of the Pac-12 versus... Whatever you you can't even call it a top half of the I mean you could I mean obviously split in half it's the half but I mean after Michigan Penn State and Ohio State and even putting Penn State almost feels a little bit fraudulent when you compare those two teams it's bleh Mm. right I mean yeah how many teams in the ACC would win the the Big Ten West do you think Miami State
0: Louisville Miami um, Carolina maybe um, Clemson. Clemson would, yeah, five probably, if,
1: yeah. If Riley Leonard didn't go down, Duke, NC State would. I mean, NC, State, NC State's nine and three; they'd win because it
0: I, I Carolina, Iowa would play. Iowa could play Clemson for f- five straight weeks and not score a touchdown. Um, Clemson could win that game three to nothing, and then North Carolina would score on them. I, I mean, I know Iowa has a good defense, but they face plotting Big Ten offenses, and uh, it, North Carolina is a whole different deal. NC State, yeah, is another one. Like probably six teams could have won the West. Yeah.
1: All right, that is a wrap for us on the week. Hopefully, yeah. the next time when we all hang out, we're going to be champions of uh, the ACC.
0: Yep, the and, and getting ready to uh, pack our bags for. You want to go to Cal? I I get it, folks. I don't if,
1: want. I just I'm not so adamant about like yeah. New Orleans or bust. I, I get it. I if see Florida the good. State
0: if Florida State's in New Orleans, uh, they're probably playing the two-time defending champs that have won like 30 games in a row. That's not a great matchup. But it's still New Orleans, New Year's Eve. That would be fun. Or the better matchup would be in California against one of those aforementioned teams we talked about. Uh, So, yeah. So, hopefully, they're in one of those games. That's all we're rooting for at this moment. Just get in, beat Louisville, do what you have to do, and get to the the playoff, and then let the chips fall where they may once you get there. Just get to the dance.
1: Maybe I should push more for New Orleans because – hotels are more affordable there so like i know that we'll have like an official war chant airbnb but like i can't stay with all you guys for a week i mean you guys don't want me around for a whole week either so that's more accurate but yeah yeah. yes all right i'll be at the casino i'm on the new orleans trip then there we go i'm back on it thanks so much for listening to a whole another week of wake up war Chants. also my favorite time of the year Corey. everybody tagging us in their tweets uh, saying that we're like their most listened to podcast of the year or whatever. Mm, uh, nice. So yeah. that stuff's cool. We appreciate you. We love you all. He's Corey Amazon Thanks for listening to wake up or champ presented by corner pocket barn grill.